Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Rightfully Ours. I don't know about you, but I love God and I love the Word of God. I really, really do. One of the many, many reasons why I love the Word of God like I do is because of what it tells me and you. In the pages of the Word of God are invitations to receive and achieve the manifestations of all the magnificent things that God has prepared for me and you. Through the Word of God, written by God Himself to us, we're being invited to experience and enjoy all the wonderful things that God has prepared and has waiting for us. Speaking of them, the Bible says, I have not seen, nor have ear heard, nor have it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love Him. The word prepared means made ready. That means that there are things that God has already made ready for me and you. Things that, according to God's Word, rightfully belong to me and you. We need to learn about them so that we can have and achieve each and every one of these things that God has available for me and you that are rightfully ours. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Psalms number 34. We'll start reading at stanza number four. David said, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Now, there are other things that the word delivered translates that sheds lights on what God will do when we pray. For example, it also translates preserve, preserve. I like that. God will hear our prayers and preserve us when we need preserving. Preserve us when we need preserving. Remember, all these are what God will do. He'll do the one that we need. All we got to do is just pray. He'll preserve me and you. That word preserve means to keep alive or in existence, to make to last. To keep alive or in existence. To make to last. Because there's some times when the devil is trying to take us out. And it looks like. We know. But it looks like. He might accomplish it this time. Amen. Cricket, cricket, cricket. I know. Praise God. Don't nobody want to say amen. Because they be thinking, I don't sound like a faith person. Praise God. Amen. Whatever. Praise God. But God will preserve us when we pray. That's the good news. He'll preserve us when we pray. Because sometimes it looks like the devil's winning. Amen. Amen. The other day, Golden State blew out uh, the Cavaliers. But in the second quarter, they was down by about seven or nine. Because sometimes it can look like you're winning. Does that make sense? Sometimes it can look like the opponent is winning. But the game ain't over yet. Hallelujah. Because before it was over, they was down by about 19. Hallelujah, 29, something like that. Like, dang, what happened? 
<laughs> and that's how the devil is going to look like he's winning sometimes, but God will come in and preserve you. He'll preserve, God will preserve us when we pray. He'll keep us alive. I, 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 I'm staying alive, staying alive. Hey, man, whatever. Praise God. He'll keep us alive. It'll cause us to continue to exist. Don't resist. When it looks like we can't go on, he'll make us last. Anybody ever been there where it looked like you can't go on, can't take another step? You thought you was through. You're like, I'm through. That's it. I'm over. All of a sudden, you got rejuvenated and stuff like that. And then you can move forward and do some more of what God has for you to do. That word preserve also means to keep safe from harm or injury, to protect or spare, to keep safe from harm or injury, to protect or to spare, which means there are some times when we're facing harm and or injury because of what's happening to us or soon is going to happen to us. But when we pray, God will keep us safe from harm and injury. Yes, he will. He'll protect us from that which could harm us. Yes, he will. He'll spare us from injury so we won't have to deal with the injury. Yes, he will. The help that God will extend into our lives will preserve us when we pray. It'll also recover us. That's another thing is recover, which means when we pray, when we're in a situation that we can't get out of on our own, God will recover us from it. Because sometimes you can get out of, you can get in some stuff that you can't get out of on your own. It's like you in quicksand. Every move you make seems like it's causing you to get deeper and deeper in the mess you in. Ain't nobody ever been there. You don't know nothing about what I'm talking about. Just take good notes for your friend. With every move you make, it seems like it's getting worse and worse with everything that you do. But God will come in and recover you. Hallelujah. Or, or, or when the situation that we're in has confused us and or drained us of the strength to be able to win. Because sometimes you can be in a situation where you all confused. You don't even know which way up is no more. And then even if you did find out which way to go, you ain't got no strength to go there. Because you woke out. Drained out. Drug out. You tired. Not even tired. That's too many letters. Tired. Because you just, you just tired. You just, you just like, like man. You done had thing after thing after thing after thing. The devil come your way. He done hit you and then hit you and then hit you and hit you again. You like, oh man. But God will recover you by helping you to regain your strength. He'll renew your strength. Help you gain your mental stability when you was about to lose it or even had lost it. He'll bring you your mind back and say, is this yours? Praise God. He'll bring your mind back. Cause a revival of your spirits, praise God. Because sometimes we can be depleted of God's spirit in us, it appears. But now he can revive our spirit and get us refired back up again. Give us the ability to regain our composure so that we can go ahead and know to, what to do and handle what we're supposed to so we can win. Thank God for answered prayer when we're in trouble. He'll also rescue you. Somebody say, rescue me. rescue me. That word rescue means to bring someone out of danger, attack, or harm. Sometimes we in the middle of it. We in, we in the middle of it. We're in the middle of it. We're we, we in the middle of the problem. 
Well, there's so much jacked up stone going. You ain't got time to go old English in your prayer. You ain't, you ain't got time to go from Genesis to Revelation in your prayer. Only thing you can do is holler out that name. What's that name? Hallelujah. Sometimes you just uh, just shake your head like them old folk used to say. They, they used to sing songs to themselves. They'd be like humming to themselves. they say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You'd be there like, don't you want to say nothing else? They'd be like, mm. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Or they start going through how he can help them. Savior, Savior, Savior. Savior, Savior, Savior. Savior, Savior, Savior. Savior, Savior, Savior. They got a report from the doctor. And they say, healer, healer, healer. Healer, healer, healer. Healer, healer, healer. Healer, healer, healer. Spouse tell them something that they did to them that they shouldn't have did. They say, healer, healer, healer. You know, sometimes you got to pray for the other person too. Praise God. <laughs> Woo, Jesus. Anyway, we move on. Mm. <laughs> God, God will rescue us. So if rescuing is what's needed, rescuing is what God will do. First, when we pray to him like he told us to. He'll bring us out of danger that we're facing. He'll bring us through the attack that we're under. He'll bring us out of harm's way. I'm talking about when his people pray. He'll also rid stuff and rid us of stuff. Rid. Rid. Got to rid a person with the right to answer the prayer to the problems that come into their life. He'll rid them. Amen. That's why some of you ladies ought not be trying to call that guy back. God already rid you of that. Amen. You don't bring the trash out when somebody take it out. You don't bring it back in. Hallelujah. Good to see you, sir. Amen. Well, God will rid any problem that comes our way and make sure that that problem will be a way to stay. He'll save us. Somebody say, save me. See, when... When, 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 when the people of God pray like they do, the ones that got the right to answer prayer, God will save them. He'll save them from their problems that they, that they would have been facing. So he'll save us many times before we actually face the problem. It could be on the way, but he shut it down before it get there on that day. He'll save us from potential of experiencing difficulties and disgrace. Because sometimes we can potentially be experiencing difficulties and, and disgrace, but God will come in and be able to bring in his grace and make sure that that never happens for me and you. Stanza number five tells us uh, what it is that he, he did personally. He began to start testifying. He said in stanza number five, he said, they looked upon unto him and were lightened and their faces were not ashamed. Now, when he says when they looked upon them, he's referring to prayer of God, prayer to God. They prayed to God. And the results of their looking upon him is that, number one, that they were lightened. They were lightened. I ain't talking about like Michael Jackson. Praise God. Amen. Amen. They were lightened. 
and their face was not ashamed. They were lightened and their faith was not ashamed. Now that word lightened right there is talking about to sparkle and to be cheerful. To be sparkle and be cheerful. Which means when we find ourselves in a situation and then we find out that God will help us in the middle of that situation and he will actually help us when we pray, then your sparkle will come back to your face. Because see, before you was looking all ashy. Now some folks, some folks look all ashy and look all tired and look all depleted. Amen. You can look them in their face and know they got a problem so you know whether to ask them how they doing or not. So you see them when they walking up, you're like, oh Lord, I ain't even gonna ask them. I ain't even gonna ask them. And then somebody next to you ask them, hey, how you doing? And you be like, oh, shut up. And then, and, 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 and then they start talking about all the stuff that's going on. Too late. They were just waiting on somebody. They blah, let them know what's happening. But a sparkle will replace a face that was sad and blue when you pray like God told you to do. That's because we find out that God will help us in time of trouble. He'll come through for me and you. That'll put a sparkle back in your face. You'll be like, all right now. If you knew you was being thrown out today and you didn't have no money and no job to even pay, give you no pay and the folk was telling you that by 12 o'clock if you ain't got this money then you through and you already know that you ain't no way you can have that money without doing something illegal and then even then you can't do you through but then if somebody like me walked up and told you don't worry about it I got you I, what time you say 12 o'clock I'll be there 1155 and I'll pay them off in, in full for you you talking about sparkling? You get to grinning? I'd have swore you got some Vaseline and stuck it on. Praise God. Hallelujah. Petroleum jelly. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> get to sparkling and shining with glitter in it, too. You're not little kids when you put glitter in that thing. Little kids be walking around glittering and then they get it all over the furniture and you got to take, hey man, all that time to get it up out of there. Won't nobody be get that glitter off your face, too. You be walking around cheesing and grinning. Because God was coming through for you. Whereas before you were sorrowful. But now God turned it to cheerful. And you walk around having a ball too. And David testified that after they prayed. Their faces were also not ashamed. That word ashamed right there means disappointed. Disappointed. See God doesn't disappoint the one. Who utilizes the appointed right. To be able to answer prayer. He doesn't disappoint people. That utilize the appointed right. To be able to answer prayer. In fact no person with the right to answer prayer. To God in times of need is ever going to find themselves disappointed. God ain't going to let you down. God said, come on, just give me your prayer. Say what you got to say. God will do what he said he'll do. That is come through. That's when you pray like he told you to do. But a lot of people won't do what he told them to do. Look at your neighbor saying, not no more, not no more. And when we do, God will not disappoint us. Mm -mm. He said, you'll never be ashamed. No, sir, no, ma'am, no way. That ain't happening. Stamp number six is where he began to start testifying personally about what he did. He said, see, see what happened was, stanza six, this poor man cried. Now, when he said poor, he ain't talking about broke. He talking about distressed in mind or circumstances. But that could have caused him to be circum, uh, uh, poor in terms of distressed in mind and circumstances. He didn't have no money. But it's not talking about that per se. It's talking about the situation and circumstances had caused him to become distressed in mind and and in circumstances. He said, this poor man cried. That word cried is once again a reference to prayer. It's a reference to prayer. It's referring to the fact that he prayed. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of some of his troubles. 
He heard him and he saved him out of few of his troubles. Some of them was too big even for God. Some of them was like, God said, I can't, can't, I can't do nothing for that one. No, nothing too big, nothing too small. God loves us all. And he said, I'll clear every single one of them. He said, this poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his trouble. God heard him. Look, before the saving occurred, he heard him. And, when, and before the heard come, there was a prayer, which means that when that man prayer, prayed, God heard him. That word heard means to hear intelligently with the implication on, of attention and obedience. He heard him intelligently with the implication of attention or obedience. In other words, God listened to his prayers with intention to hear them and handle them. He listens to your prayer with intention to hear them and to handle them. God listens to our prayers. The same way too. He did it for David. He does the same thing for me and you. With the intention to be able to hear it and then handle it. God not only heard his prayers, but he also answered his prayers. In fact, the psalmist testified that after hearing his prayers, that God saved him from all his troubles. All mean every single one of them. Every single one of them. And if you read the the life of David, David has some stuff going on in the middle of his life. You you got a light bill. He's like, man, please. Somebody was trying to take his lights out, turn his lights off. They were trying to kill him. He was having huge problems. Hey, man. But God said he handled every, but David testified that he handled every single one of his troubles. That word trouble right there is talking about tightness. That's all the stuff that had him feeling all hemmed in. You ever been there? Whereas you got situations going on, got you feeling all hemmed in. That's all the stuff that had him all, had him all stuck between a, hard, a rock and a hard place. Anybody ever been there? When you're between a rock and a hard place and ain't nowhere to go. That's all the stuff that was coming down on him and closing in on him. You ever been like that? You feel like it's closing in on you and stuff like that. That's all the stuff that made it tight for a brother. Well, you've been, you been in a situation that's been tight? Mm-hmm. What'd you say, sis? Say it out loud. So you've been there. You know what it's like. Well, it's like it's, it's like it's just coming from every angle. What do I, I, I don't know. And only know what to do. But every single one of them that was trying to overwhelm him, every single one of them was over trying to take him. Every single one that was trying to jack him, mess him up, tame him up. So that's, they all come from the devil. And the devil come not before to steal, kill, and destroy. But the Lord said, I am come that you might have life and you have it more abundantly. But where are you, Lord, on the other side of your prayer? I'm still waiting on you to pray. Praise God. Because you got to let me into this situation. That's why you got to pray. You the one got to let me into the situation. Because a lot of us keep God out. We keep him locked out. God be at your door knocking. Can I come in and help you, please? No, no, I got it. I got it. We like that little kid. We, we trying to tie our shoe, can't tie it. And then a parent come over and try to help him tie it. I got it. I got it. That means they go through unnecessary frustration. Until eventually they like, ah. say, come here, come here, baby. Let me help you. Let me help you. And then they finally let you. When are you going to let God? Help you. Why are you going through all this trouble unnecessarily when God's already there waiting on you? All you got to do is pray. Somebody say pray. pray. See, when he prayed, all that things that had him hemmed in came to an end. If it had previously had him hemmed in, it came to an end. All the stuff that he had stuck between, had him stuck between a rock and a hard place. No longer kept him stuck like that as it was before. He got free. He was stuck between a rock and a hard place. That's until God extended him his grace. Grace to be able to get him out of those hard places. Grace that was extended because of the fact that he prayed. He prayed. And in the midst of all that God 
In the midst of all that, God saved him from all that had him. He prayed. But notice he prayed. He saved him after he prayed. That word saved right there means to open wide or free. Remember before he was in a, between a rock and a hard place. But after he prayed, he opened it wide. God will open up things wide for you. He'll open things up wide for you. Whereas you was all hindered, now you'll be set free. Why? Because you prayed to him like he told you to do. With, by implication, it means to be safe. To be safe. See, we're safe when the danger is over. Therefore, he's, his saving us will mean that the danger will be over for us. Now, this is good because the danger will be over even before it's actually over. Because it'll be over spiritually before it'll be over naturally. Because once God says, I got it, you can go ahead and relax because he got it. It might be sitting there right there too. Amen. But he still got it. Just like I told you, I'll be there at 1155. At 1152, I wasn't there. But at the same time, I still got it. And I'm on my way there. And I'm going to do exactly what I said I'm going to do. Because at 1155, here I am. And I got you. And I just like, do it like old folk. Lick your finger. Remember how you used to, you know, you, they, 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 they lick their finger. And then they start pulling off one after another. And they lick their finger. Y'all remember none of that, do you? And they say, how much you own, baby? And be like, I own $553.42. That's one. That's two. That's three. 53 cents. Because I ain't giving the devil no tip. Praise God. Amen. I'm going to give him exact change, praise God, <laughs> to buy you out your trouble. See, we're safe when the trouble is no longer there. We're safe when the situation is ended. And we're safe when the circumstance has went to pass. But none of that happened until after he prayed. That's when God come through. And he want to do the same thing for you. Drop down to verse 17 and then uh, stanza 17, excuse me, then we through. Stanza number 17, because here he testifies again about what God will do for you, just like he'll do for him too. Well, I know that's available to me, because stanza 17 said, the righteous cry. I got any righteous folk up in the house. He said, the righteous cry, and the Lord heareth, and delivereth them out of all their troubles. Well, you righteous. So just like David was in right standing with God in the way that he was in right standing with God. And because of that, he had standing so he could be able to stand before God and pray to God and God would come through for him. You got that same standing. In fact, your standing is better than David's standing because David was a servant of God. You're a child of God. And so you have even greater access than he had. All you got to do is use it. When God hears the prayers of the righteous, he delivers them from all the troubles that they're facing. God delivered David from all his troubles when he prayed. He'll do the same thing for you. But you need to know and believe that it's true. That you have the right to answer prayer. And that God will come through for you. That's why God wants you to understand that that in the middle of trouble, don't forget, you have a right to answer prayer. Just go before him in prayer. Call him up. Tell him what you need. And God will come through for you. Why? Because you his seed. Isn't that good news? I think that's good news. We'll stop right there for today. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that it's true. There really are promises in God's Word that rightfully belong to me and you. That way, we can properly respond to God's Word as though it really is something that we can have and that they really are things that can actually happen for us. So let's learn to believe God's Word is true. The promises God said in his word that he do for me and you really are for me and you. They're rightfully ours. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, 
Just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best if you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up into the church and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And since we're talking about coming through, there's something that I invite all of you ladies out there in San Antonio and surrounding areas to do. We invite all of the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the Sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God straight from heaven just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So ladies, I'm telling you, don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers from Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio this weekend, come on through and bring some other sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. So come on through and let us be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday at Word of Faith San Antonio. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word to have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.